0: Nobody backs me off a of homicide on my beat. Homicide. Homicide.
1: Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto.
0: And I'm Mike Sullivan. <laughs> Big pause there.
1: Mike was looking at. Did you forget your name?
0: No, I said. I said it. Did it not come out? No, no, I know. But you, oh. you, it
1: seemed like you were thinking for a second. Nope, not at Mike all. Mike doesn't want to admit that it's him on this show, uh, so he uh, tries to go incognito, so no one stops Disguise. him on the street.
0: <laughs> That's right. It's not my real voice. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he does. He's like Rich Little over there.
0: Um, sure. All right, Mike. How's it going? Good. How are you doing, Mike? Awesome. Awesome. So, any uh, any new shows you've been watching? Uh,
1: you know, I started just because I probably I felt like I should uh, on Disney Plus the um, Falcon and the Hannah Winter's Montana. Marcher. Yeah. Yeah. That. Oh, it. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I wasn't sure if I wanted to watch it because I'm like, is this just gonna be like? The Avengers, light like you know, half the Avengers or Avengers, I don't know. But it was actually pretty. It's pretty interesting so far. I've I've enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, I haven't started. I haven't started yet because I got to watch it with my three boys. Yeah, and our schedules. played everything. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Our schedules aren't in sync right now, but I'm not in a big hurry either because I'm thinking, all right, it's. It's what the Winter Soldier and Falcon, Falcon. or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're like t- two of the not best, <laughs> you know. Like Marvel heroes. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. You know, right? They're like you know. You're like oh, you know. I don't know. It's not like Iron they're not, Man. They're not. They're not the ones that get the most
1: screen time in the Avengers movies. Is what you're saying?
0: Right. Right. However. I will admit that WandaVision, uh, you know, Wanda had kind of a small part in uh right. Avengers overall. And that show I thought crushed it. I thought it was pretty good, so.
1: Yeah, well that was because I think they did something a little bit different.
0: Right. So yeah, um, so it could go I mean, could go either you know, way here. I, I did know.
1: see I did see some complaints that it kind of ended the same way as every other superhero show, but I think for the most part it was a very different way to do it. So. Yeah, agreed. But I enjoyed it. And then I just saw a uh, promo for Loki. They're going to have a TV show by, based on Loki. Oh, that's cool. Thor stuff. But that looked really weird because, I don't know, there's something about time travel and stuff in it, and it looks bizarre as hell. So yeah. I feel that might be a little confusing. I've got, I've then, got a thing for
0: time time travel, so that's cool. Yeah. yeah.
1: Did you see Tenet? Did you watch that? I don't know if it, that's not really time travel, not, but it's something about Not it. yet,
0: no. Okay. It's on. It's on my list.
1: Yeah, I haven't watched it either. Um, We have it. Like my son, you know, he wanted to watch it. He and uh, he watched it actually. He rented it sometime over whenever it came out. You can rent it on on uh, Amazon. And then he got some Amazon gift cards for his birthday, and he ended up buying it (laughs) on Amazon. So it's there. and I can watch it whenever I want. Yeah, he really that's liked it. Cool. He's like, I think that's my favorite Christopher Nolan movie ever. I'm like, okay. So cool. I've heard like mixed reviews on it, so I, I but I do want to watch it. I've
0: just yeah, I've just heard the concept, and to me that sounds cool, so I want to check it out. Yeah, yeah, and then
1: but, uh, oh, and I did finish. <laughs> I think I mentioned it before. My wife was making fun of me, but I, I binge watched all the seasons of The Mentalist. Now, remember that show?
0: <laughs> oh, is that any good? It's, you know,
1: it's fine. It's, well, you know, it's a... You watched all it, of it, yeah. So. Yeah, I know. No, it... it must you know, have been it's pretty good. Well, the thing is, like, uh, we were talking about it. We started watching it when it first came out, and then we didn't never finished it. Because we got to some point when we were watching it, we are like, just... I was like, I don't remember any of these episodes. Um yeah and i don't know why we gave up my guess is it has something to do with kids and no free time
0: <laughs> so, yeah i'd say so um, cuz it wasn't
1: it, it didn't really like change the show the show didn't change at all but uh no i enjoyed it um yeah no i i enjoyed it fine it, it kind of dragged at the end like the last season was only like a half a season and almost it didn't i don't want to say it seemed tacked on but it kind of did um yeah, but that I, it was it was one of those things where they're like, "Hey, we'll just do 13 more episodes," and they gave the one guy <laughs> like a shit ton of money, so they're not—he's yeah. not going not to say no,
0: right? Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: So anyway, yeah, that's good. The Mentalist. Good. Watch, it. Good. watch it. Watch a show from uh, starting about 12 years ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah that's, what, yeah, that's what I'm doing with uh, Criminal Minds, even probably longer than that.
1: Yeah, and well, and
0: oh, yeah, and I was ex- I- what. Uh, no, I was just gonna go say I've got a, a movie that I don't recommend that I'd like to throw out there real quick. Is, uh, <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, what's that? I,
0: on Netflix last night, Cindy and I watched um What Lies Beneath. So
1: The Harrison Ford thing? Are you talking are you talking about No
0: is that is not It's not what lies beneath? It's, it's something, oh, wait, no no it's What something. Lies
1: Beneath, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of what lies what's the <laughs> one with Harrison Ford and uh what lies below? I don't know.
0: Anyway, go ahead. I don't know.
1: But, what, what is yeah, that about? One of, what,
0: it just came up as like a suggestion. Maybe it's me. it's like, yeah, like what lies something. Yeah. So it looked good, and I think I should have took the description literally when it said <laughs> something about, you know, this guy seems too good to be true, and, you know, he's really a monster. Um, it, it was re- like a really good kind of thriller-type suspense movie up until the point where... This is a spoiler, so turn down your volume if you don't want to know. He walks into the lake towards some, like, orange light because he's really, like, an alien or something. I was oh, so they disappointed. Didn't oh, well, they, I mean, they kind of did, but I thought when they said monster, I thought he was just, like, a bad person. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Human you know? monster. just.
0: <laughs> so it, re- it reminded me back, back in the day... Because I, I love to watch movies blind without knowing anything about them. Yeah. Because I, I find them more interesting than if you watch the trailer ahead of time, right? So I watched uh, the beginning of um, that Tarantino movie. I think it's Tarantino. From Dusk Till Dawn yeah. with uh, George Clooney. Mm-hmm. And like they go into the bar. Like It was really – I'm like, this is a kick-ass movie up until the point where everyone became a vampire. <laughs> and, and then I was like, yeah, that's not what I was expecting here. So – That's, I don't know. I'm just, you know, I'm I'm more into the like real, real life kind of drama thing than the far out fiction type thing. But you know, whatever. Gotcha. That said, I'm I'm typically a very very easy critic. So okay. The last one I want to mention. Like most
1: things. Last one I want to say. I'm sorry, guys. We're doing so many new stuff, but we've Mike and I I haven't talked in a while. We've watched a lot of shows. But I've mentioned it before in the show, Resident Alien on Sci-Fi Channel with Alan Tudyk. I, I don't know if I told you that I got my wife into watching it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes. Um, she actually posted on Instagram like a screenshot of it. She's like, I can't believe I'm watching this show and my husband's asleep. Because <laughs> she started wow. watching it when I was doing it, and it was, she just kind of got into it. And so then like we watched the finale on Wednesday. Um together we made sure it was good it's a good show come back next season season two check it out but that one they let you know that it's an alien right off the bat
0: (laughs) yeah yeah so all right
1: that's my pick to click all right let's get into uh, something older
0: yeah let's let's go way back mike
1: All right, so obviously that gives it away, Hawaii Five-0. If you, but if I you will didn't say it, I was going
0: to do it. I was practicing in the <laughs>
1: Just in case I didn't have the music. Yeah. So I will say I posted um, like a clip of the intro on Instagram a while back saying, hey, this is what we're doing next. And I didn't put the music on it because I was afraid it was going to get like tagged or whatever and like, you know, get in trouble for it. And I had a couple yeah. of people comment like, how can you put this down without putting the music? On? They were like mad. I'm like, okay, I will
0: repost it. Well, yeah, this one's so old, it's probably in like the Creative Commons, you know, whatever it is. So. I mean,
1: it is over fifty years old, so maybe. I just didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to get anyone, get myself in trouble. So yeah, we watched you're, the, the you're pilot brutal. for Hawaii Five-O, Cocoon, yeah, and it and has it, nothing hey. to do with Wilford Brimley and these pods that are in a pond that make people uh, young again. Although you ever see it that movie? Could have, but
0: yeah. You ever oh, see yeah. that movie? <laughs> yeah, where Wilford yeah, Brimley like, is like our age in it. <laughs> I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that. He's like our age, but you know, is he I
1: mean, still They kind of, they kind of, you know, helped him along, making him look a little older. But he's also one of those guys he, that looked like he's yeah. was fifty years old, starting at age thirty. Yeah, and, he but then he never, part, you know? he never got older. he never got older. So it's a gift. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry. That's we're going off on a tangent already, like three seconds into the episode.
0: All right. Back on track. Um I I'll, I'll just say I had never watched an episode of this previously in my life. Of course I knew you know, I knew the music, I knew the whole, you know, five oh thing and whatever. Yeah, we all but did. I, I never watched yeah. it. Yeah. Never did watched it. Did you so ask
1: you before did you ever watch the new version? I have it's not watched now? the new version either. Okay, I did watch yeah. a few of those in the I, beginning, but yeah. What do you think? Any good? It's fine. It was fine. My son still watches it. I think. Yeah, but it sounded like season ten too. Like this show was twelve years. Yeah,
0: it's it's gonna yeah. keep going. But yeah, <laughs> so come um, back in
1: like twenty years, it'd be like for another
0: forty years. Yeah. So should we jump right in here? Uh, yeah, since we've been babbling for a while. All right, so we we start out, and to me, this seemed more like a Star Trek opener. Um, We're in some type of like experimental center, um, and there's a dude floating in a pool, connected to all kinds of stuff.
1: That that part I wrote down because like the first view you see, you see this guy in like a red suit. I'm like, is this my six million dollar mandal floating in there? (laughs) (laughs) What it looked like. And speaking of Star Trek. I don't know if you noticed, there were Star Trek noises in that. Oh, like, were there? That was All used. Right. Like here, I got a little clip here of some of the noises being used. I don't know, I hope can hear it. You hear that noise? That's like oh, yeah. the tricorder noise.
0: Okay. <laughs> and I think I also heard
1: the noise. For, and I think I also heard the noise for like the door opening and shutting at one point.
0: So. Oh, that's a good. That's a good sound. Yeah.
1: So since you said Star Trek, I figured. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. go
0: ahead. I totally. It gave me the feel of the bridge when you know. Yeah. When they were there. <laughs> um, and you know the one experimenter is like, you know, ready, sir. And um, there's like an evil. There's like a couple layers here. There's an evil boss man sitting in a chair. He's bald with a mustache. He gets up and he walks Whoa over fat. to the window and he. What's that? His
1: name was Woe Wo Fat.
0: Yeah, Woe Fat. And so Woe he Fat I guess look, he's looks I in. guess he's
1: like throughout the series, like this guy comes back all the time too.
0: Oh, does he? Okay, so he's yeah. a recurring character. Then there's another guy we don't really see his full face, and he's a cigar smoker. But um, he just his his tagline is "Get on with it." Like he keeps saying that. <laughs> um, and then, so they pull this guy. Basically, they pull him out of the tank. And now, at this point, I'm going to switch. He, he looks like one of the Star Wars characters. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know which guy. I don't know what to call him. I know him, what you're talking about. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about? I think yeah, so. Yeah. His face. Yeah. It looks like I don't it know designed. what it is
1: either. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You'll you'll know it when you see it. Um, but apparently he was under for like 45 minutes, and he he strapped. Wait, to how long? Got this. A,
1: 45 minutes. No, I think it was like a few hours.
0: Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. I don't think, yeah, go ahead. Anyway. So they have this like elaborate pulley rail system where they can like pull the guy out of the water. And then like, I don't know, like they move him about through this lab to get to the table that they put him on eventually, which is not close by. Um, so it's quite a setup they have, and then it turns out um, his name is Hennessy, the guy that's strapped up and they pull pull off this mask and it looks like his nose and his eyes are covered i initially I thought it was w- like with some type of cream and then um,
1: <laughs> ponds moisturizing cream it, right
0: and then he and then he starts screaming and boom. That, that then we then we break to the then the it
1: intro. goes like, <laughs> like just like you're saying, um, yeah. And yeah. by the way, I think the guy you're talking about um, from Star Wars or Star Trek or Star Wars, right? <laughs> Is <laughs> yeah, Star Wars. <laughs> I don't know. I guys, they're all the same. Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think it's uh, you- Bosk B O S S K or Bosk Bosk. I'm sending you a picture okay. of him right now. I think this is All the right, one you're I talking about. So, anyway, yeah. And so, speaking of that, I had a couple... I was writing down the notes when... It was obviously... Oh, was that like, is
0: not the guy I'm thinking of. Oh. I got
1: to right. look him up.
0: I, I got to look him up.
1: Anyway, but it was like right. a um, you know, sensory deprivation thing. That's the whole point of this thing. Oh, and by the way, did you get like a total James Bond vibe from this, like this beginning part of it? It seemed totally like... Something that would go on in a James Bond movie, where that's oh, how they yeah, would, yeah. you know torture James Bond. You will talk, James. You will talk, Bond. All right. But anyway, they so it's a sensory deprivation tank. They put him in there. But I'm like, okay, so this guy's definitely still breathing. You know, I'm like, wouldn't you just like sleep? You know, because they later on he describes why that's not the case. But right at this point, you don't know. All you know is that this guy was in a tank for however long, and he screams his as soon as he gets taken out of it they take the stuff out of his mouth and nose or whatever
0: right
1: um right. so where we oh then we get into the intro now and this this kind of carried out through the whole episode there was some crazy camera work and this I loved even it. At the intro like I was getting like dizzy I'm like, <laughs> I'm like like I don't right? like those like, kind of rides where you're like in like a fake thing and they move the camera around to make you feel it. Like, I don't like those kind of things and this is what it reminded me of because like things like upside down. It's like I'm like
0: whoa. And it and it's um, like it was very, you know, not a it's like a zoom but not a slow zoom. It's like as fast as you can zoom the camera from, like, <laughs> yeah. from a close-up to, like, a super distant, you know.
1: Yeah, or, like, when they show, when they do Jack Lord's thing, where it, like, zooms in from, like, a mile away to him on a balcony, whips his head around, like, Jack Lord. Yeah, right?
0: <laughs> and everybody whips their heads, too. I know. It's it like, the good, whoa.
1: That's so That's with it's all the so abrupt movements. But um, I will say, I was, I was wondering, like... So this obviously was a pilot. So it was shot like a movie. It was probably spent a little bit more than the ap- actual episodes. I'm wondering if like the camera work kept up like that throughout the whole series or not, or if it was. Just, I'm glad know. I
0: didn't do it like in the show itself. That would have been. They well, they did that one yeah. scene like when
1: remember when he's walking that one guy is walking in that guy's apartment, <laughs> and all of a sudden the camera like turns upside down like he's like walking over the camera.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was
1: kind of weird. Um, but there anyway, some, so yeah. uh, what happens here? so then we catch up to mcgarrett he comes running out of a building we don't even know who he is yet he's just running out and he jumps into a nice old ford i think and uh just freaking takes off doesn't look to see if there's any traffic of course but he just takes off right and uh some and a nice red interior on the car too by the way and he gets a call for five zero, and i'm like wait so is he five zero? is it like just him <laughs> Because they don't really explain it. Like, I guess later in the show they do. I guess he is, like, they created this task force, right? And he's, like, it. And he brought in other people. So kind of he's almost 5 but it's, like, a little small okay. division of the police intelligence type thing or whatever. But anyway, we don't get any of that background. This is, like, we're, like, thrown into the, you know, the middle of the season, basically, almost at this point. Uh, But anyway, he runs off out of the car, runs down to the beach, and uh, there's a guy under a towel, and, you know, turns out to be some guy from intelligence. He knows him. And, um, you know, there's some, you know, surfer dudes there and girl, and they're like, hey, we didn't touch him. We didn't touch him. We just called as soon as we saw him. (laughs) And the cop's like, you know, his clothes are over here folded. He's, you know, I think he just went out for a swim, and he, you know, got lost in the current. He's like, I don't think so. He can't swim. Right. And um, and then, oh, so I got the first recording here because, so now, McGarrett he talks to the cop and he's like, he tells him what he wants him to do because, you know, he, he wants to make sure everything's gone through clearly with a fine-tooth comb. But just listen to this real quick.
0: All right, I want an autopsy report immediately and tell Doc that I want a fine-tooth comb job. He's working on a homicide. So. A homicide? Is that
1: how you say a homicide and, and a- autopsy?
0: <laughs> Did that change since the 60s? I, right. So I haven't I'm heard. Like,
1: I'm like, does he have like a little weird accent? And so everyone else is saying it that way just so it doesn't seem odd when he says
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the same thing when that, I'm like, when two people say it, then I start to question it. I'm like,
1: have we been saying homicide wrong for all these years after, did did something change? Um, Because it comes up again later and I I have another, another, but I do like, it was like, I want a rush job. I want this thing going through with a fine tooth comb. Um, But anyway, what happens here? Oh, then did you find the guy? By the way, I know. I know you. No, I'm pretty- so
0: distracted by trying to find him. Too. Yeah, I got to set my I'll stop doing. So
1: that. we cut to now. McGar- uh some dude is in a guy's house. We assume it's the guy that died. We have no idea. He's just rifling right, right. through stuff. Finds a drawer, opens it up. There's a book in there. He just starts tearing paper out. And this is where I talk about the weird camera angles because he walks over the camera, which is kind of weird. Yeah.
0: It's like what? one of those
1: little police notebooks, like that's yeah, kinda... that's exactly what it is. When I guess it turns, these guys in intelligence, so they all have those notebooks, right? That's like handed out at the right. academy, right? <laughs> Standard issue, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But uh, so he ta- he tears some pages out, and then he does. <laughs> it's, it cracks me up because I'm like, why do they always do this? Why do the bad guys always take the paper and burn it in the garbage in the place where they found it? Go take right. it somewhere else because you know exactly what's going to happen. And sure enough. He goes to burn it on, like, a coffee table. That I guess has, like, a little thing in there to make his own tea. I don't know. And right. someone comes at the door, so he doesn't get to finish burning it. And then when Macaire comes in, he finds pieces, and he's able to, well, figure out stuff later, but we'll get to Yeah, that.
0: eventually. Yeah. yeah. Um, so a couple of things about that. So when Macaire comes in, you know, he's he's walking around, you know, looking at things, trying to find something. Yeah. Theres no indication that he smelled any paper burning that took place no. like twenty seconds before he walked in
1: he did after like a couple of minutes, but it took a little longer than it should have
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then he did he did spot it like you said, and he was able to kind of kind of piece things together, Cocoon. and at this point, I thought the bad guy was gone. I'm like right, long. Ago? Right,
1: because they kept focusing on those wind chimes that were so freaking loud, man. If I was that guy's neighbor, I would have beat the shit out of him because yeah. <laughs> they would have like kept me awake all the time with the out of, yeah.
0: sea breeze all the time. That thing would be so loud and annoying. It was. And um But yeah, so as McGarrett's we kind of piecing the the note together, the bad guy sneaks up on him with like the coolest knife I've seen in quite some time. <laughs> it's like it's a like, knife built with built-in brass knuckles. <laughs> exactly. It's like, hey, That's if you're awesome. not if you're not gonna stab him, you at least do some good punching damage with it. So <laughs> he gets he gets right up on McGarrett and he does one of those quick head turns and fires a few shots into the guy like instantly. Like it startled me it happened so fast. <laughs>
1: I know, well, because he saw him in the mirror. Like he saw the guy in the mirror. He happened, oh, he did.
0: Okay, yeah. I'm like, he's, he's like a cat. I didn't cause know how.
1: Because <laughs> it was pretty cool. Because he like dove to the ground and like poof, just freaking took him out immediately. Right. Um, right. It was it was pretty good. I, I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, it was it was a good kill. A good first. By the way, kill. those are those called trench
1: something. knives. I guess. Oh. I just great. went to look it up.
0: I'll add one to my collection.
1: For all you knife aficionados out there. Uh, Alright, so where did we go? Right. Um so yeah, so he shoots the guy. Oh, and then immediately some people are pounding on the door. Like,
0: hey, what's going on in there?
1: And um And it was the Leslie the Nielsen walk guys. comes walking in.
0: Yeah, yeah. no, I didn't so, catch it was him until about oh, fifteen really? minutes later into the episode. But yeah, oh, okay. yeah, Leslie Nielsen walked in handsome young man I don't know why I said that
1: <laughs> but um, yeah so they're there and they kind of get an, not really an argument but Leslie Nielsen and he's like in charge of they just say intelligence I'm guessing CIA I don't know was it CIA yeah CIA was already in uh, But yeah I don't know yeah no it was um, but he's like hey this is our deal you know but Les, uh, but uh, McCarrick's like hey I want to be in on it too so he's like okay whatever and he's like, surely you'll
0: be in an eye. And he's like, don't call me Shirley.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. That didn't um, happen. So what does he say? Oh, so who calls? Oh, the uh, Leslie Nielsen calls the cops. He's like, hey, tell the coroner to send a wagon. I want to print. I want a print guy and a photographer or a print man or whatever. So right. he's got the lingo down. Yep. Um, but. Oh, yeah, and then... Here, wait, do I have a clip of this? Because this kind of lets sets the stage a little bit for how um, McGarrett's character is. Okay, so... No, I don't have it. So anyway, right. you know, he tries to get him to leave, and the other guy that's with Leslie Nielsen, he's like, hey, I think... What was his name? No, Leslie Nielsen's name was... Miller. Grant Miller, yeah. yeah. He's like, hey, McGarrett, you know, he only listens to he only takes orders from the governor or God and sometimes they have trouble so obviously he's got a lot right. of power in the state. So. and
0: they do establish early on and several times throughout McGurrett's pretty much a badass like you don't you don't cross him you don't hide shit from him you you know he he he's not above the law but he he's riding the wave kind of He's kind of a renegade. yeah yeah
1: yeah. he is and wait I got another clip I think this is from the same time where we have a little more homicide talk hold on I think this might be later but I don't care I'm going to play it now because we're talking about the way they say it
0: is that an order everybody knows that Steve McGarrett only takes orders from the governor and God okay this is the same thing occasionally even they have trouble 501 intelligence has worked together before Brent always ready to cooperate right now I want it All yours I'll hold off while you sweep it clean, but make no mistake about it. Nobody backs me off a homicide on my beat. Yeah. Homicide. Homicide. <laughs> like, is he questioning him? <laughs> I know.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's not. He's not like saying I don't. I don't think it's a homicide. He's like, why are you
0: saying it like that? <laughs> it's like homicide. Why? Why do you talk like that? <laughs> yeah
1: oh man anyway um but they but basically uh, they won't give him uh mccarran any information like what they're looking for why this is a big deal and as he leaves right. um miller t- talks to brent and he's like hey he's like that's not the way to work with mccarran you gotta basically you gotta let him in you know he's just he's not gonna stop he's like a rabid dog he doesn't say that but that's what he means right um so where do, where do we go here? Uh, I, I go have written corner? down here that lots of chicks at the guy's apartment, and landlady knows everyone who goes in their place. So I don't know what that's
0: about. S- yeah. So then, so then we go to the corner, um, and he, this is where he, he shows uh, McGarrett that there's like these beads. He found traces of these oh, beads in yeah. the guy's eyes, ears, and nose. Um, and it turns out it's something like dental filling, uh, substance. Yeah,
1: something like, like the, he said this, yeah, the white stuff that dentists use, but yeah, so I, I guess.
0: So not sure what the point of that is, but that explains what I thought was cream in his (laughs) eye.
1: I guess Uh, that, you know, hardens and blocks all the sense, you know, so you can't smell or whatever. Oh, by the way, we do learn too that Hennessy, the guy that died, he hated the island because he was a redhead, and he got sunburned all the time, and he never learned to swim.
0: Yeah. McGarrett knew him well, apparently.
1: Yeah, he did. He uh, did. Um... Um... So he gets a call about the prints. No dice on those. No... Nothing, you know, sticks up. Um... And then we get some upbeat music for him to, while he drives up to a
0: building. I don't know. It's yeah, like, <laughs> some some nice horns and drums.
1: Yeah, yeah and I think good. there was a Hawaii Five O album, by the way. I don't think it came out necessarily right after this episode, but there was one, by the way, if you're wondering. Um,
0: I I was I'm gonna track that down.
1: You're gonna All track right. it down, and then? Uh, is that on Apple um, but Music? But then he I goes to the, the Intel. I don't know. Um, he goes to the intelligence office, and he shows them the prints, and, I don't know, they're making plans for the funeral. Um, but McGarrett's well, yeah, like, you well, know what? You don't really like, seem interested in finding the killer. You know, they seem more interested. Yeah, Brent about-
0: wants to just get him in the ground. He's
1: yeah. like, let's just get
0: this body buried.
1: Exactly. It's like, is he covering something up, you know? Right. And then when he leaves again in a huff, Miller guy, again, is like, hey, you got to level with McGarrett, you got to tell him what's going on. And he's like, no, I can't. So and we still Can't don't do know it. what's going on. So all we know is right. one guy was killed. That's right. it. And then we and then uh, we jump
0: we jump to the the funeral. Yep. And uh, there's a full twenty one gun salute. Taps is playing. Yeah. Brent is wearing women's sunglasses. <laughs> and Miller comes over and he shakes McGarrett's <laughs> hands. He's like, "This is, And then this is where they said like, "So I'm starting to think Miller's not a bad dude because he's trying to loop in McGarrett Right. He's trying to keep him from McGarry. He's trying to, you know, he, he he knows who he is. He's trying to help him out. But then they say, you know, they're looking, this other guy comes up, and he's like, we're looking for the Quang girl. Right. Is this the first mention of that? I don't know who the, where that came from.
1: Well, I think she was, like, when I said something about lots of chicks at his apartment, I think she was one of the girls that showed up at his place. Okay. Like, they thought maybe she was, like, a hooker or something that he had, you know, coming to visit or something like that I think that's what the point was so they were just they just want to question her because they want to see what she knows because she might have been the last person to see him got it Um, okay but uh, he just and no. then one of his guys I think Kono is his name comes up to him he's like just find her tear this island apart if you have to you need to find that girl yeah and uh, he's getting all angry already Um, yeah and now this is where he goes to meet Miller after he got that note. He goes up, I don't know, he climbed like 500 steps <laughs> to get up to this. Right. Floor. That's some huge monument. Remind me of sure. Rocky, you know. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I haven't been to Honolulu, so I'm not sure what that is there. But um, it's impressive, whatever it is. Um, but as he's walking up, there was, again, some fancy can work. Cause did you notice that they, you could see McGarrett's reflection? And the and Miller's glasses as he was walking up, they really made sure you oh, could no, see I, that. I didn't catch yeah. that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um.
0: Uh, go ahead. Uh, let's see. I'm, oh, Miller is smoking a pipe now. Earlier, uh, Brent was smoking a pipe. A lot of a lot of pipe smoking taking place in right. this one, uh, as well as cigarette smoking. Um, sign of the It times, was the '60s. Guess, yep. When did pipes go out of style? Like,
1: never, man. Uh, I mean, I know you like a good pipe on out. a
0: Sunday, but
1: uh, right, I just usually with bubbles,
0: with <like>, bubbles, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, but know. yeah, you don't see that I don't too much know, But
1: yeah, that yeah, it used to be a thing, you know. Just you know, you'd have yeah, like a pipe pi- collection, you know. Yeah,
0: and the tobacco would always smell really good.
1: It would, pipe. yeah. And I think that's the kind of thing where you don't really. You know, you don't inhale it. You kind of, like, suck it in your mouth and, like, breathe it out. Not that it's not going to give you a yeah. mouth cancer anyway, <laughs> but... Uh, right. <laughs>
0: yeah. But, you know, the the intentions were good.
1: Right, right. But. Exactly.
0: All right. So then um, do we get much out of this other than that he smokes um, a pipe?
1: He got a make on the prints, uh, but he's like, hey... Oh, you yeah. Know, you know, he's like... It was- he's talking about violating an order and he's sticking his neck out for him. And he said something about the guy he shot was a red Chinese agent and uh right. but brent brent is afraid and that's why he's you know keeping mccarrott out
0: right he's like look there's so. there's a dozen agents in a dozen countries and they're all dying mysteriously like this like
1: well no that's that's and, not yet i don't think right isn't that later
0: um no i think it is i think it's now
1: oh yeah 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 so uh, he tells him that. yeah okay because yeah so yeah 12 guys ended up dead we find out more later i think right though yeah
0: yeah we find out more detail later but yeah okay um and then uh, mcgarrett goes to the attorney general trying to get some some bodies transported but wait i want to say here though countries.
1: at this point he's like he he makes some promise that he'll check in with miller before he makes any kind of move like mcgarrett if he finds anything hey check in with me first and that's when you talk about the pipe i wrote on yeah. i wrote right here i go is he the bad guy? Because we did see a pipe in that very first scene too. Again, multiple people were smoking pipes, but our pipes,
0: our pipes—pipes are, pipes, uh, pipes kind are of a sign of a dude. bad guy. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Good to know. <laughs> I'm just
1: kidding. Um, All right. So McGarrett, he get what? He goes to the Attorney General now because he's like, "Hey, I want an exuma body in Lake Forest, Illinois, mind you." Yes. And because uh, he wants the corner to check out to see if his eyes have the white stuff in it. And he gets his, you know, right. he gets his wish. The guy calls up there and he's like, it might take a few days, but I think we should be able to get it. Yeah. So that was nice.
0: Yeah, it's a, Yeah. It's not his first rodeo, so he knows how to get things done. Right. Right. Um, let's see.
1: Now we're then we go back to the office.
0: Oh yeah. Actually, actually you I you should d-
1: say back to the office because this is like the first time I think we're at the office, isn't it? It's a nice office they have, by the way.
0: It is a nice office, I guess. It's um, got. It's um, got like a back you the up there. Floor nice to ceiling there. Nice furniture.
1: Yeah. For a cop's office, that thing was pretty Leather nice. Leather
0: chairs. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, overhead projector. I've never yes, seen an w- overhead projector used in any other situation other than school. <laughs> so I was I was pleased to know that it, it had other uses.
1: For you young um, kids, this is how teachers sometimes would write notes. <laughs> they wouldn't write them on the board. They'd write them on an overhead. Right. Like, I don't know how There many was no m- smart
0: board. Yeah. It was, yeah,
1: yeah. There was no smart board. Yeah. Um, I mean, we would have that for, like, what? Math class a lot. Math and, like, physics stuff. You'd have... The teacher would write on that thing all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So they have these paper fragments now, and they kind of... they. I guess copied them onto clear paper. I don't know. Is that what they did? So, or are they on the regular paper? They can see I don't know if they're it. like,
0: some, somehow they transpose them. and I don't know. Whatever. But, basically, but they're projecting them.
1: Yeah. Basically, they're doing what a computer would do now. They're like moving them right. around <laughs> to try to form words. They get cocoon, right. and then they see an A and an R and something. And then someone's like, wait, is that a C? So A R C and then are you somehow they figure out you could put it together and then right. It's like, hey Arcturus, one of the brightest stars, the bear. you know I don't know how he figured out that those thing, pieces go together. Then I was just I
0: was gonna say <laughs> they know an awful lot about astronomy for a couple of.
1: yeah, exactly. Or, you know, that's one of the brightest whatever. stars. yeah, it's called the bear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's from the Greek root word, you know, and they're going into detail. I'm like, what? Yeah, but then, so they uh, got a word. The cor- that's code good.
1: It, yeah then the kono guy comes in he they turn the projector off like they don't want him to see it or something i don't know yeah. and he he then he proceeds to take a, a swig of mcgarrett's o j like right out of his bottle that he has there and then McGarrett's like you want half of this sandwich and he's like give it him all his food
0: yeah right <laughs> um yeah.
1: but they found the girl he found the girl that's why he was there
0: right she was arrested for protesting police brutality. Um, Yeah. So that's how they found her. Right. Rosemary Kwan.
1: Yeah. Which I found interesting for at this period of time right now that she was protesting police violence.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. History repeats itself, you know? Yeah. Um, But he tells her that that Hennessy's dead and she was one of the last people to see him alive and, you know, she said she's kind of scared and asked if Hennessy was a cop. I don't I thought she would have known that, but um and then she said she lives in the dorm at the university. She looked a little older than a college student, but Yeah,
1: I think I looked it up for reasons later. Um <laughs> I looked it up. <laughs> and I think she was like late 20s in real life. Okay.
0: I All think. Right.
1: I'm I'm looking it up again, sorry. I somehow I so, got rid of my uh...
0: But her, her story is that Hennessy like she said, Oh, I cook like a lot and so Hennessy gives her a key and says to come to his place and cook her heart out and she does and he shows up like two hours late for dinner, takes a phone call, and then walks out again. And He's like, all right. Well, you know, what did he say? He's like, she. He said, yes, yes, sir. The peer. So, <laughs> so then this. I this is odd. So then he calls in like uh, the two other cops into the room, and he's like, and he plays it back on a tape recorder. But she's still in the room. Like she could have just said it again. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure what that was all about. Um, but you know, so I think they they have some yeah, information. No, it, so they pop the the projector back up and and go to work with the words again.
1: Right. Good. And I, they didn't really explain why she was cooking him food, though. Right? They didn't. Under, did they explain how he kind of met up with her?
0: No, I assumed it was some type of pickup dating thing. I don't know. Though.
1: Maybe, but they weren't dating. She kind of says, "Yeah." Um, but I did like how yeah, later,
0: later she says that. Yeah. But
1: I did, I did like how, um, when he, <laughs> when he like you said, he calls them and he plays the tape and he kind of looks at Kono and Kono's like blanksville <laughs> <laughs> and the other guy who is the original, like I, he was only in this episode, Danny, who men's remember that the whole saying for the show is Book 'em Dano, but they don't say it in this one. That's supposed to be that guy, but he's replaced after this episode. But he says the same thing, and then, like you said, yeah, he goes and he's like, he puts a piece of paper up again next to Acturus, and he puts one up that looks kind of like a C, but kind of cut off, and he extends it. He's like, "SS Actores, it's a boat," <laughs> and then he calls the port, the port, right? Or actually, has a secretary. He's like, "Hey, call the port authority." So she calls, and he picks it up. He's like, he's like. Um, he asked her something But yeah It's at Pier 39 It came from Jakarta He's, he's like super excited He just like Freaking runs out of the room Right and I think he grabs like Half his sandwich Or something like that Doesn't he And then or He comes uh, back
0: in Or something to get his sandwich Well yeah like, so What are he you guys grabs, all Sitting around for Yeah
1: he grabs <laughs> half the sandwich And uh, where is uh, Oh here This is one thing That secretary says That man's
0: dramatic music Would kill a billy goat <laughs> Just stand around like this all day,
1: huh? By the way, that music, you ever watch, you ever see The Firm? Speaking of uh, Wilford Brimley and Tom Cruise, yeah. Doesn't that music remind you of it when they're doing that chase? (laughs) Uh,
0: It's been so long.
1: Uh, You gotta go watch it. Uh, let us know if anyone else agrees that it sounds like the firm. Um, but yeah, so then he go, he runs out, he like you said, he comes back and he's like, "Is this what you guys do? Just stand around here?" And they all leave, and he stays now. And he's like, then he talks to Kwang. He's like, "Hey, what about dinner after this?"
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he's he's macking on her. Yeah. And uh, but then he goes, he takes off to go. I guess to the pier, to find the boat or whatever. And um, someone's someone's tailing him. Yeah. And he spots him. And we get like a a long,
1: long driving sequence here. Like they're really trying to eat up some time in this one, it seemed like.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it it was a clear, you know, follow situation. He calls it in. He's like, I need a riot drop. So I'm like, oh, (laughs) damn, I can't wait to see what that is. I know, exactly. Is that like like when they pull the chains out that have the spikes (laughs) on them in the road or whatever? So I'm waiting to see what that is. So he drives around some back corner. There's this poor old, I don't know, Hawaiian or Asian man sitting on a a bench who is like nearly clipped by not only the cop, but the guy that's chasing him. Like within – like a foot of hitting this poor guy, and the guy doesn't budge. But then McGarrett stops and he like blocks the exit. So then the the guy that was chasing him kind of tries to back up and get away, and the cops pulling behind him. So I was a little disappointed, be, you know. That's what a riot drop was. <laughs> um, I I had higher. Hopes. But
1: he was very. Sp- but turns out. That- but he was very specific. He's like. Yes, meet me there at exactly 3:20. Like he's got to calculate it calculated down to like this nanosecond on his,
0: you know, uh, rotary yes. clock on his dashboard
1: <laughs> to know exactly what exact, time he's gonna get yeah, there. he's
0: like exactly at this intersection at this precise time.
1: Yeah, but it and, was uh, kind of it was kind of I don't want to say cool, but it was kind of cool. Like when that guy comes peeling around the corner after him, McGarrett's card's there and he's like standing out in front, like next to it, like arms folded. Like, yeah, yeah. Hey, punk. that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, yeah, I'm not afraid of you. And then uh, it turns out the guy's intelligence and he's like, Book 'em!
1: I got I got for, that rec- I got that here right here.
0: What the <laughs> Book him for what? <laughs> what did he do?
1: Here, <laughs> yeah, I got it right here.
0: Intelligence. Book him. Wait a minute, you can't do that. Book 'em! <laughs> <laughs> Buck actually <up, Seriously. laughs> Buck up, he didn't use his charge signal oh, I don't know man. what the deal is sir.
1: he's just pissed at intelligence now because they're freaking following him around yeah cramping his style <laughs> he's trying to well, pick yeah, up dude. women and everything else and they can't can't get away from him
0: he's so pissed at intelligence he barges into Brent's office and like some dude like tries to interrupt him and he like stiff arms him into the wall did you see that? Oh, I lost connection there. For
1: yeah, a second, sorry. Like. I, no, I lo- yeah, I was gonna say I lost connection, so I'm not exactly sure what you said.
0: But I was just saying he was so pissed that he goes into Brent's office, yeah. and some guy like tries to interrupt him, and he just like stiff arms the guy <laughs> into the wall and like knocks him over. I'm like damn, uh,
1: yeah. He's like, "Don't yeah. ever put a tail
0: <laughs> on me again." Jesus. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's right. He, like, shoves it right in, like, a bookcase. Yeah. That was pretty funny.
0: <laughs> dude I mean, was, not like, funny, so but it stunned. was. That was yeah. probably, like, one of those things that they, like, they uh, <laughs> improvised. Because that dude just seems so stunned by the whole thing.
1: <laughs> like that famous thing in, like, Die Hard where they, you know, said, we're going to take the watch off on three and let you drop on three, but they let him drop on two, so he'd be uh, <laughs> a little more startled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, so um so he he ends up at the pier and they he sees the boat, and I'm like that thing looks a little on the rough side is that thing seaworthy or what i mean it was yeah it was it was like uh <laughs> i it was can't like fifty percent rust <laughs> it was I was trying to think of the boat in the movie the John candy movie uh Summer rental, but I can't think of it now.
0: <laughs> anyway,
1: I think it was like the, it was. I want to say Rusty Scupper, but that was a fish place that was out by us. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, he wants to get on the ship, and the, the harbor master guy that he's there with, he's like, "Well, turns out uh, they're in for repairs. I can slip you right in there and pretend like you're working." Um, but before we go to that, we end up um, on the beach with him and Kwong, kind of hanging out <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but I wrote down, he is on the beach is having a drink with a girl who was way too young for him.
0: <laughs> right. Cause and I think he, she's like 20 sit- years younger, I think. And he's sitting in the sand in a like a three piece suit. <laughs> exactly. And it was just very awkward.
1: Don't they have like, they should like for, if you're like a, uh, especially if you're like some sort of special cop in Hawaii, you should, you should have like a special kind of outfit you're allowed to wear. You know? Yeah. That's, Good for sand.
0: It's like Hawaii friendly, right?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But and, and then so then they did like I mean we could stretch this scene out for a while, but I'll I'll sum it up and just say there was some romantic banter. Um, she gets up and and dances awkwardly to music by herself while he sits and looks at her, it's almost like a lap dance, <laughs> and then then they kiss. And it was just really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah,
1: there, there were a few things. There were a few. Yeah, So that, I, like he brushes her hair away from her face. And then she starts dancing. And like I wrote down, I'm like, I, <laughs> so she starts dancing, question mark. I'm like, to music that I guess we hear as well as her. Because I thought it was just like music from the show. I didn't realize. We like like the, soundtrack.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. And I'm like, oh, there's a band. Because then you hear people clapping. I'm like, oh, okay. So they're right. like outside a bar. Um, but she does ask if he was married. He says no. <laughs> but I did like when she's like, "Why did you become a cop?" He's like, "Why did you become a hippie? <laughs> yeah.
0: Why did you become a loser?" <laughs> I mean, and she's like, "Because I care." Like
1: what saying. Yeah. but she's like, "Well, because I care." He's like, "Well, sounds like a good reason to become a cop too." So yeah. she's like, "Yeah, you got me there." um But yeah, so they are like twenty years apart. um she, He just seems older. And more grizzled (laughs) than Cheetos. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You know, he seemed more like he was in his 50s, but he wasn't quite there yet, so.
0: So, but yeah, so like you said, the next day he goes to work on the ship, or like pretend to work. That was like a (laughs) ball-busting job he had. It was like slave labor. (laughs) Holy crap. And it was like Popeye he was working with, like trying to like remove something off the ship. So he's, like, pounding on it with a sledgehammer.
1: Yeah. I I, I don't know what they were working on. But I'm like, that doesn't seem like a way to fix anything. It seems like a way to break stuff. But
0: And it did not look yeah, like, he was working like hard. healthy working conditions. Yeah, that was a mess.
1: No. Yeah, and you had, like, the, you know, the red Chinese army guys just, like, watching over them so they didn't, you know, go wandering around the boat. Oh, yeah.
0: But But then, um, you know, this was pretty genius. When they called, like, lunch break, he just, like, ducked down into, like, some hole that he was working in, and everybody (laughs) cleared the ship. And that kind of gave him freedom to kind of scout about, you know?
1: Yeah, he got underneath um, the boat somewhere. I don't know where he was, like, in the bowels of the ship. Um, Because I thought they were already at the bottom, and he's, like, going downstairs. I'm like, oh, I guess it goes deeper. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah. And then I mean, talk about Bond. This was this reminded me of James Bond. He was like sneaking around in like corridors and tunnels and portals, and you know, until he, he eventually came across. I don't know what the odds are they would actually find the lab where Hennessy was, but he does <laughs> eventually find that. And I it wasn't that a big? So
1: I guess it would be that. It
0: was a pretty big. It was a ship, but <laughs> he, he climbs the ladder. And he gets to, like, the the pool where they dunk the people in, and um, he can't really go out because there's people walking around in there, but he sees what's up. Yeah. Right?
1: Did that, when he first went into that one port where he climbed up, before he went up the ladder, did it, like, remind you of, like, a Batman set from, like, the Batman TV show? Like, the colors and everything was, like, everything was like oh, yeah. orange. It was really weird. I'm like...
0: And, like, the equipment and stuff. Yeah, it, looked just,
1: yeah, it yeah. reminded me a lot of it. Um and then yeah, as we as he's opening up the hatch, you can see the cable that's also opening up the hatch. When he's inside there, oh, did you notice that? I missed that. Yeah, no. but and that's the uh, no. end of the first episode of the first half. Um, now this right. was when we watched it; it was split up into two episodes, and so now we get like five minutes of recap where they recap like a lot of what went on in the first one. I guess they're really, I don't know. Yeah.
0: 'Cause I mean, yeah, you had to know you had to know what was going on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, let me say that was a good that was a good fifty minutes plus without commercials, the first half. Like that that's long.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it definitely was. Um so then he you know, he finds the tank, like you said, so then he goes to see the governor. Um and uh <laughs> So the governor kind of looks at him, and he, you know he's still in those ratty work clothes <laughs> from the, the thing he was doing. And uh, the governor's like, "You might need to keep those clothes for your next job." <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah.
1: But what? He's, but he had
0: a cablegram with him from the uh, attorney general office in Illinois. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Because he's mad that he didn't go through the proper channels. Yeah, he just kind of walked over, stepped over him.
0: Right. But it oh, shows that the, like, autopsies, go ahead. the autopsies came back with that crap in their eyes. Yeah. Right.
1: And he does. He, the governor does go on to explain why Hawaii is so important. I guess, you know, he be, he messed up so bad that he could make it not be a state anymore. I don't know <laughs> what the point of that was. <laughs> I'm wow. like, all he did was try to get a body exhumed. Um. Great. So, yeah, then the governor kind of agrees with him. He's like, oh, okay. And so he tells them about the boat and it's run by Chinese and they found the giant cocoon. He found a cocoon and he says, "Hey, this is too hot for 50 to handle alone." So he puts a call into a secretary in Washington, but I'm not sure secretary of what. I don't know. It was I don't know. Army secretary, I'm not yeah. sure. Um I, um
0: it just yeah, some counterintelligence office in the Pentagon. That's it.
1: Yeah. So, um but then, yeah, we cut to the, uh, he's at the airport, he's getting on an Air Force jet, and uh, did you recognize the guy who was on the airplane that he was talking to?
0: No, I didn't.
1: Yeah, James Gregory, uh, probably best known from being on Barney Miller. Did you ever watch that show? Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. He was the old guy
1: on that, that show. <laughs>
0: huh. They were all old um, guys, but yeah. Wait, was he Fish, like that guy?
1: No, he was not Fish.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, I would uh, recognize that he
1: was probably younger than, uh, probably older than Fish, but he looked younger than him. Because <laughs> Abe Vigoda is another guy that looks—he looked like he was like sixty years old since he was about thirty as well. <laughs> um. So anyway, uh, so it turns out like we talked about before, we had the twelve guys, right? And I guess they all spilled their secrets. That not not twelve, not all twelve were killed, but the ones that were caught and killed. Because he goes through them, right? He mentions, like, this guy here, this guy here. Yeah, Um, every one of them, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, they all spilled their secrets. He's like, these were good guys. And he's like, I don't know what they're doing, but somehow they're getting these guys to spill their secrets. And um, they think that the Red Chinese have a doomsday weapon, they're calling it. Right. And they're looking for control. Control with a capital C. So I wasn't sure is control a agency is control a person It turns Good out it's a device. person. Yeah.
0: Turns out it's a person. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't clear on and that. And I either. guess
1: it's uh, one dude that knows the secret identities of every spy or at least every spy, all the 12 major spies or something. It, it seems depends. like a lot of information to have yeah. one person be in charge of
0: yeah. So, but like I typically, guess that's one way. The protocol is that no one has that, but there was this one guy.
1: Yeah. So, so, but anyway, they didn't get all the information they need, and that's why they came to Hawaii. And, uh, but now, what Garrett wants to know, he's like, well, let's control here, and he just kind of gives him a look. And then the governor leaves.
0: <laughs> he's like, okay, good talking to you. <laughs> yeah. Away.
1: I don't want to be any more involved than I already am. I'll see you later. Right.
0: I'm already at risk of losing this state.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Do you understand how important Hawaii is (laughs) to the Pacific control region that we have here? Um, But anyway, I guess he was there and he left. So now they want a man to be the bait because they want to get –
0: So, yeah. They're looking for someone who's unbreakable, right? Yeah. They're looking for someone to use as bait, unbreakable, someone that's going to penetrate and – You'll be able to overcome this doomsday weapon, this mind dump cocoon, and feed it false information. And like, yeah, I, But they don't like, know exactly oh, how anything works. Mind. No, 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 no. But they're like, uh, yeah, you. You'll be the guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're a badass. You threw a guy into a bookshelf <laughs> earlier. You booked uh, yeah, but, an intelligence guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we know you're a legend. Yeah. So it's you. So then, um, let's see. So, uh, McGeer goes to a luau that night to make it look well, like a Well, before that, though, usual.
1: before they does it, he's like, hey, have you ever worked with forced hypnosis? So basically what oh, they're going right. to do is they're going to put a trigger in his brain. And he won't... I, I Usually how these things work when they always describe this, like you don't know it's there, but when you hear it, you're going to give out this fake information. That's basically what they're going to do. They're going to plant false information in him. So when he does break when they ask him about it, he's going to give bad info. Anyway. right,
0: Good strategy. And they
1: said, oh, but and they have a doctor come in and, you know, he's like, so doc, how long for this? He's like, well, let's see, I got to do this. I got to prep him. I got to do this. And, uh, yeah, 24 hours. I'm like, really? that <laughs> quickly, <laughs> like you're going to make him memorize all this stuff and plant it in his brain and 24 hours is be ready uh, to go. Um, and then they're going to leak some info to let, let it get out there that, Control is on Hawaii, and that McGarrett knows where he control is. That's what they're right, right. And then we go to the Luau, or it's not a Luau, but it's something like that. I don't know. It's a long bar scene again to kill time. I will say the second half was kind of uh, a lot of wasted time. I felt like,
0: yeah, yeah, I, I agree. This was stretched out. Um, Yeah, he's at this, whatever, this bar. He gets a call. He takes the call. Someone's watching him. He goes back to the table to tell, you know, his girl that he's got to go. And then, so he's back at the docks. And then um, all the cops are, like, watching and and waiting and seeing what's going on. And then this, like, kind of like a garage door opens in one of the, like, warehouses there on the dock. And so he, you know... McGarrett McGarrett kind of wanders in, and
1: and one of his guys uh, that's up see. on the the, I think, Chin Ho, I think is his name, that was up on the roof. <laughs> they're all talking while they're up there, and he's you know he's all worried that hey that boat's filled with gas, because <laughs> like it's like a yeah, tanker. Yeah. He's like, is that thing gonna blow up when we shoot at him or something? Exactly. So, and the but, the one but guy, yeah, so Danny, is like, hey, no, don't worry about this. We got this. And he's like. Okay.
0: Yeah. But as he he goes in, McGurrett they, they like spring a net at him from the ceiling or something, like I don't know, like Spider-Man. And then <laughs> he still manages to take out like four guys while he's got this yeah. net on him. Like yeah. that's badass.
1: And he, yeah, and they be-
0: finally pin pin him down, hold his arms down. And then they're like, "Wait, what's in his hand?" And he's got like a cyanide pill. So they're like, oh, this guy's not just a cop. He's like, he's something big, right? Yeah. They're like, so, why
1: does a cop have a cyanide pill on him?
0: So like, yeah, we got to we gotta put him in the cocoon.
1: But he, at this on. point, he sees Miller there. Miller's one of the guys trying to take Oh, him. that's right. Miller, he's Miller like, was there. So he's you, like, you dirty c- double dealing think.
0: <laughs> I like <laughs> you that. You dirty rat. Yeah. Um... And then so we're we're at the like the lab, I guess the cocoon lab. And what's the guy's name? Wuho Ho? Uh,
1: woo, no, Wo Fat. W O Fat. Wo Fat. Whoa,
0: fat. Okay, Wo yep. Fat goes into like a 25-minute explanation of how they're getting the information from him. Like <laughs> literally a, in specific detail.
1: <laughs> right. Your brain is like a computer. This is not Chinese torture. Um you know, he's like, I want you at your best. He's yeah. Talks about yeah, it talks about all the computations your brain makes, how much data it receives on a content basis. And I'm like, this is again very Bond villain stuff. I mean it's it's yeah. And do I have a little clip of it? Oh here, I got a little clip of him talking. This is only twenty seconds, mind you, and this is like a third of what he says. Not even. Exactly. The brain no, is no, it's like
0: a tenth. <laughs> An incomparable computer. From the day you are born. From the moment the obstetrician slaps you on the
1: backside, perhaps even before, your computer is receiving data, sound, smell, touch, temperature, change, pain, pleasure. At this point, you're almost like, just put me in the vat, (laughs) (laughs) put a bullet in my head. (laughs) Are you gonna keep? Is this the torture? You're gonna keep talking, because it is a long. Yeah, long thing and but he's talking about all this data and he's like so what would happen if all of a sudden all your input is shut off and like that's what he's saying it's like basically you freak out your brain freaks out because it can't handle no sensory input I don't know if that's really a thing I don't know I mean some people probably maybe i don't know
0: um i, mean, I know sensor- sensory deprivation is a uh, can cause issues you know yeah but it's it like uh, uses a
1: torture device i mean I guess if you're in there long enough
0: I don't know. See, what I, I think said of when a
1: sensory deprivation tank is like, you ever see watch the show Fringe back in the day? Remember that, when that was on? They'd always use no, that to no. travel through, I don't know if it was time or space. I don't know what the heck they were, dimensions. It was a weird show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. don't know. It was a good show,
0: though. Uh, but so, and again, as long as that speech was, they put you know Garrett in the water in the chamber the cocoon and for hours like unprecedented yeah goes on
1: he's he's like, more than he goes like seven hours or something like
0: that he breaks the record it's it's like it's beyond eight hours he goes but at the eight hour mark he starts hallucinating so then it's oh time. yeah because he starts but talking believe- about a girl. <laughs> But believe me, like the, it felt like eight hours that we were watching him in this chamber, and then, so it's time to pull him out, and they do, and they they take the Star Wars mask off him, and then and they ask, they start asking him all these questions, then right, like you know, give me the names of everybody, blah 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 blah, or they ask, actually they say who is control, and he's like, I am control, and then like the, I guess to test that they're like what are the names and codes of all the agents in the entire world or something, you know, something. And so he rattles off, he just starts going down this list of, like, a ton of different agents and their codes. And um, I guess that's the information they wanted, right? Yeah,
1: Yeah. and then they leave them, like, on a table and they just, like, leave. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, all right, see ya, thanks.
0: Maybe you just die after that. I don't know what happens.
1: But But what I wasn't so sure about, I mean, obviously we're not done yet, but... Like what were the guys on the roof supposed to do? Because they can't see in the boat.
0: No, right. I mean, at first I thought that guy was like a sniper or something.
1: But right. They didn't do anything. No, they didn't do it. Like not even when he left. So, so what happens now is, you know, they, um, Wolfat leaves and they call it in saying, "Hey, he's leaving," and they just have some guy tail him. which by the way, he gets on a Pan Am flight. A spy gets on a Pan Am flight. <laughs> not like some sort of private jet it's just like Pan Am commercial probably in coach Um, and they're like yeah okay he's gone he took it and then they don't do anything with him like he just leaves but then they go and swarm the boat
0: right yeah Um, the cops come and swarm the boat and then that like crazy captain guy comes out with a machine gun and he's like tells everyone to get off the ship oh yeah yeah, because yeah, uh, M-
1: Miller, before that, Miller like really just wants his money. He's like trying to get the captain to give him his cash. He's like, nope, yeah. not yet. And I'm
0: thinking M- Miller's going to end up dead. That's <laughs> what I was thinking.
1: But... So, um, well, then they go, proceed with Operation Smash. I guess that's when they jump on the boat.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. It had an official Yeah, name. so
1: he sends off a flare, and the cops come from everywhere, blah, 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 blah. Um, oh, yeah, and that's, yeah, you're right. So the captain says he'll blow... Blow the boat out of the water, but then Kono shows up and shoots him instead. Anyway, and then McGarrett wakes right. up. He didn't die like the other guys did. He's, but right. I guess the other he's guys tough. didn't die. I guess because you hear Miller say he's like, "Hey, don't you know, get rid of them. Don't spare the anchor." So my guess is that they end up dumping them in the ocean, or something. Yeah. Um. So Miller shows up in the chamber where he is and notices that mcgarrett has gone. And now a fight ensues, and I'm like, for some guy who was in a sensory deprivation tank for eight hours, he fights pretty good. Yeah, I mean they, they do a they do a good long fight sequence.
0: Yeah, that's how and, badass he is.
1: Right, and he throws Miller in the water. They fight in the water, and then he ends up. Just Wait, and here's the thing I got
0: to say about that: Miller is a far better fighter than I had expected. <laughs> um, he, he seems a little bit older. Didn't seem like he was as you know, maybe as in good shape, but I didn't think he had the same training. But he um he was a pretty good fighter. He was able to hold his own for a while.
1: Yeah. No, it was a good it was a pretty good fight. And mind you, you say he's a little bit older, in real life he was only three years older. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hate when that happens. <laughs>
1: no, I was just looking it up. I just wanted to see. Yeah, he was only three years older. Yeah. He was, uh, last thing he was in was a return to Salem's lot. Oh, he was on a couple oh, wow. of Chips episodes too. I know I've seen that guy around. I don't know. Well, it looks like he was on, uh, like seven episodes of Hawaii 5.0. Obviously, it's different people each time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you look familiar. <laughs> um,
1: so, uh, where do we leave off? So, yeah, so they have a fight. He dunks them, and then he ends up, uh, um, taking him and they, the hook is still there where they grabbed uh, McCarrot out of the water, and he basically puts his puts his coat on the hook and like hooks him up there. Um, he's not yeah. dead, but he's definitely no. Out but of like it. the
0: way he essentially won the fight with like he held him underwater for a while,
1: right? Exactly. So he might have been dead, but I don't think he was dead.
0: I don't think he was dead. He's just weakened. But
1: so uh, then we get to uh, McCarrot and Kwang. They're uh, they're uh, at a bar, and they toast to peace, basically,
0: right? Right. Not much substance to that scene. <laughs> no,
1: it was just like, "Hey, we need some way to wrap this up." Um,
0: right. We don't. We can't just leave it with the guy hanging on the hook.
1: <laughs> and uh, they drink to peace, and that's the end. So
0: I wonder if she's like his girlfriend for a couple episodes. Well,
1: that's what I was just going to go look up and see if she is in any more episodes of this show. I forgot what it said when I I looked it up earlier. Maybe Uh, maybe we should hold that information. (laughs) (laughs) No, she is not in any other episodes. She was just in this episode. She was in a couple episodes of Kung Fu. Hmm. right. Oh,
0: and the 18th. As far as Hawaii Five-O goes, I think I liked it. Um, I mean, obviously it's, you know, it's an older show with, you know, it's got its limitations, but it it wasn't bad overall, you know? No, yeah. I've seen worse. I I just
1: think, again, it, it like I've said countless times now, it, you know, falls in the whole pilot trap where it just, Trying to stretch it out and do a two-hour movie, and they don't really have two hours worth of stuff.
0: Yeah, no.
1: Um, but yeah, no, it was good. They, you know, it was kind of interesting how this wasn't like setting up really anything. It kind of was in a way, but they didn't bother explaining anything to anyone about anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? They just like no, threw you right. in. Very like, yeah. Hey, he's five o. This is it. I'm like, what's five o? Five what? What's five o? Does that mean? Doesn't matter. Just watch it.
0: But it caught on, so yeah.
1: Yeah, no, it did. I mean, this is the longest running show for a long time until one of the Law and Orders took over. I think. Really? Yeah. Um, uh, what was it? Two hundred and how many episodes? Two hundred and hold on, I have it right here. Eighty one. That's a lot of episodes.
0: Sweet. That is. That's a good. That's a good career run right there.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, Jack Lord, he was like he owned part of the show, so um, he made out Just in that sleep. respect too.
0: Yeah, sounds like it.
1: But that was the thing. Indeed. Like, I guess when and I saw someone who posted this recently. I guess he was up for being uh, Captain James T. Kirk on Star Trek, but he wanted a piece of the show, and they said no. From you know Roddenberry oh, said God. no. <laughs> this is my show and uh so he skipped skipped on it interesting yeah i think and, it worked out for him yeah no i think it did and uh he's the only one that went for 281 episodes in the show too and uh how old was he when he died that so i uh, when he died <laughs> when the show ended is what i meant to say
0: wow wow <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man I'm losing it already so he was what did I say so he was 48 when it started so he was 60 when it ended
0: oh really yeah well I'll say this I, he looked younger than 48 to me which is I don't usually say that about actors
1: people from that time yeah yeah no I, I would agree. have guessed
0: like early 40s 45 something like that Yeah.
1: yeah it's hard to say they didn't have the, yeah. you know, the makeup talent they did then either, <laughs> that they do now. Right. But no, yeah, I know I enjoyed it too. Uh, it was very James Bondy. Like I said, I, and I know it's a different. It wasn't like your typical cop show in a way. Like it was supposed to be looking at the underbelly of you know, the islands, I guess. And they were a lot of drug dealer stuff and a lot of weird stuff like that going on in it all the time. But uh, and obviously you had that one guy that was a recurring character. So, there's always like some intelligence aspect to it, too. So, I think it would have been fun that way. It just i would be interesting to see how much different it gets as it goes along. You know, 12 years, yeah. that's a long time for a TV show.
0: Right. I'd like to skip ahead a bit and see what, uh, <laughs> skip what, what it looks like. Skip
1: ahead like. to the last one,
0: <laughs> to the last season.
1: <laughs> wow, everyone's so old. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But no, it was, I enjoyed it, too. I would watch more. Yeah. But yeah, I, I definitely Agreed. did not watch it when I was younger either. I think I was just when it started, I was too young. Um, yeah, you know, oh wait, once started, I wasn't born yet. But you know, you figure when it ended, <laughs> <laughs> you were way too young. When it ended, you know, we were, you know, we're, but I think this show was on kind of late. I think. Oh wait, where did I see it listed? The times it was on. Yeah. So well, I'm assuming these are. S- I don't know if this is central time, but lists lists 9 o'clock. So that would have been past our bedtime for most of those years.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Actually, you know what? This is Eastern time, so it would have been 8 o'clock our time. But, like, in the beginning, it was, like, 10 o'clock. So that definitely would Still have been. Still questionable, yeah, yeah. Yeah, although there were many times when I did fall asleep on the floor, pretend or pretend like I was sleep on the floor while we watched Johnny Carson.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, so, yeah, t- uh I'd say uh, definitely watch it if you haven't.
0: Yeah. And if you have, you know it's a decent show.
1: So. Da, 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 da. Bookem Dano. I'm kind of just It's kind of disappointed we didn't get to hear that. Yeah. But at least we got a bookem. Well,
0: I'm going to set my uh, my ringtone to Bookem. No, to the theme.
1: <laughs> okay. Bookem. <laughs> You should put that at the end like, of what, it, so it does that, too. What the too. hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: I'll put man. that for you when you call.
1: All right, anything else you got to say about this one? Nope. All right, if you have any thoughts, uh, let us know. Don't be afraid. Oh, and by the way, we haven't said shy. it in a while, and I don't think it says it in our outro. But uh, if you have time, leave us a review on iTunes. That helps us out. You know,
0: That'd be nice.
1: Yeah, definitely. Love to hear from you. Yeah. And, you know, if you ever, if you go to podchaser.com too, that's uh, another way you can listen to podcasts. You can do reviews and stuff on there if you have an account. And right now they're doing something too where for every every review, they're giving like 50 cents to a charity. So if you feel like it, do one on there just for uh, charity purposes. Charity for us Perfect. and charity for the charity. <laughs>
0: that's All <right>. very
1: charitable. <laughs> All right. Anything else, Mike?
0: That's all. All right. Over and out.
1: Over and out. <laughs> all right. For this episode, I used to watch this. I'm Mike Forgetto,
0: and I'm Mike Sullivan.
1: Book'em, Dano. Bye.